Starting on Friday, wearing a mask will be mandatory in San Diego County. Despite some confusion about the efficacy of masks or other facial coverings at the beginning of the outbreak, health agencies big and small now agree on the benefits of covering your nose and your mouth during the pandemic. As with many of the new rules put into place during this time, there is likely going to be some confusion, but many San Diegans have already started wearing masks in public. For the San Diego Union Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is a special live episode of your San Diego News Fix. Pam Cragen, your reporter for the Union Tribune, let's start with the basics. What do we need to know about what's going to happen on Friday? Thank you, Daniel. Um, beginning on Friday morning, uh, May, May 1st, uh, it will now be mandatory for San Diego County residents to uh, go out in public. They have to be wearing a face mask. That is, as long as you're uh, within six feet of anyone else out in the public eye, you have to wear a face mask. Uh, and the face mask does not have to be the medical grade N95 face mask, but you have to have your lower part of your face covered to protect the safety of others. So what exactly caused the county to come to this decision? Because, you know, other places have moved faster than others. Why now? Well, I think California has been uh, slower to try to reopen everything. They're trying to look at the right medically necessary steps to make it a safe environment for people to come back out and reopen the state. And the county uh, medical director, Nick Infantid, said uh, yesterday, actually, in the county press conference that we need to create an environment where it is uh, as safe as possible for people to go out in public. And this means... Uh, by combining social distancing rules um, in public as well as hand washing and everyone trying to work together by using the same standard of wearing a face mask, there's less of a chance of infection in public. Yeah, because at this point, essentially we're trying to control how kind of extreme the virus spreads and having that mask kind of reduces that chance, uh, Mm -hmm. the value of it, you know, doubling or tripling over a period of time. Exactly. One of the biggest problems so far in this pandemic has been that people can remain asymptomatic for weeks, you know, up until like 10, 12, 14 days before the symptoms might show up. So they don't even realize they're sick and they are spreading the illness. So the face masks are not really designed for people who are sick. They're probably going to be staying inside um, completely locked down or in a hospital. It's the people that are walking around in public, not even realizing that they're sick who could possibly be spreading germs. So the face masks are designed for asymptomatic people to cover their mouth and nose so that if they sneeze or cough when they're in public, hopefully the majority of the, the, at least the large droplets that are coming from their mouth and nose are not uh, reaching other people. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. So what are some of the kind of masks that we should be wearing? Because this is a broad definition. Right, and um, fortunately, the, I, I've got a couple of props here. The um, N95 masks, these are some N95 masks, different versions. Um, these are the ones that are medical grade. You don't have to have these, but these are, if you can find them at a Home Depot or if someone sells them to you, it's okay. You don't have to feel guilty if you happen to get your hands on one. Um, although if you've got a large block of them, please donate them to uh, healthcare centers because they need them more than the general public does. They have a little metal band, uh, like an aluminum band at the top, which you can use to kind of fit around your nose. Some of them, like this one here, has have filters on the front, um, which, which uh, provide a little bit added protection. But you don't have to have an N95. The rule beginning on Friday is just to have some sort of a face covering that will cover you from above your nose 
over around your face and under your chin to create a good seal. Um, and these can be any, any type of things. They can be bandanas. They can be gaiters. They can be a scarf, you know, just anything like a scarf like this. As long as you can wrap it around your neck and it's covering this part of your face, you're good. Um, you can even make a mask out of like a sock just by cutting the cloth along the edges and stretching it over your face. Um, and you can even take like, this is, this is one that you can see online all the time where you take a bandana, you fold it into fourths, and then mm -hmm. you put a couple of rubber bands on it, like right here, fold it inward. And then you can use the rubber bands to, as ear holders and do like that. So that's pretty much how you can make a mask that's covering you from your nose all the way down. So, um, really you can get away with almost anything as long as it's covered from here to here and it's a tight enough seal, not loose. And one thing that um, the county said the other day is what you should plan to do is go out with your covering around your neck. Just have, if it's a mask, if it's any sort of a cloth thing, just let it be around your neck when you go out. You don't have to drive with it on, um, but once you get out of your car, put it over your face. And um, whenever you're coming within six feet of someone, pull it up and over your face. Mm -hmm. So in a sense, it's kind of like a, a broad courtesy of when you're close enough to a person put the mask on just kind of as a, you know, I'm protecting you from whatever thing I may or may not have. And then when there's enough space, it's okay to take it off and breathe normally. Right. Right. That's, that's exactly correct. You know, and I think there's so many people that are very resistant right now. They feel it's an impingement of their rights to be told that they have to do something, but they don't realize that they're being protected as well. If they come in contact with someone in public, who is infected and don't know it. So um, it's just a, a courtesy to your fellow, to your fellow San Diegans to try and keep everyone healthy. Mm -hmm. And to that point, uh, what happens if you don't follow the rules and you get caught? What do we know about enforcement? Well, we don't know anything just yet. Um, and maybe you can update this later on. But uh, at this point, the rule starts on May 1st. And perhaps in the coming days, they will announce what the penalty is if you don't follow the rules. I know that uh, on, April, on April 4th, I believe, is when the requirement went in for essential workers to be required to wear face coverings or face masks. And this was healthcare workers, first responders, grocery store workers, people who, who worked with the public in business situations. Um, they were uh, given warnings, I think, if they didn't uh, use these face masks as required. Uh, and after, if they did not continue to follow the rules, they were fined. So my guess is that what's going to happen is that people will be warned um, that they're not following the rules. Some people who may not follow a lot of media may not know that there is a rule that's going into effect on Friday and they'll be warned. And if they're continuously disregarding the rules, then perhaps there will be penalties, but those have not been announced yet. Yeah, that seems to be the kind of strategy when it comes to enforcement of all these new rules is that there's this period of time in which people just get told off, hey, don't do that. There's this new rules. Right. And then anyone who's blatantly trying to fight against it, be it for political means or otherwise, those are the people that will face some kind of misdemeanor charge. Right, exactly. I know that when they had the protests around the county last week, a lot of the people that were at the protests were very intentionally not wearing face masks. And um, I understand that if there are protests coming up, those people will definitely um, be told that they have to be wearing masks. They won't be given a pass in the future. Yeah, it's certainly interesting how like nowadays everything is political and it's kind of odd that, you know, in this public health crisis, it's even kind of seeped into this current reality. 
I think it's super unfortunate. You know, this is not a political issue. And I know that there are political aspects to it where people are trying to find blame, but a pandemic doesn't understand politics. This is an illness. And by the time this is over, at least this wave of the virus, up to 60% of the population could have been infected. And it doesn't matter what side of the political spectrum you're on. We all just need to kind of respect each other and try to help each other. Yeah, it's certainly interesting and also frightening. It seems every week we learn something new about this virus. Mm -hmm. uh, I read a Twitter thread a while ago that was basically describing the virus as a confused thing that didn't understand how the body works. So it just kind of damages every organ along the way because we've seen everything from liver toxicity to reduce kidney function and, mm -hmm. of course, the lungs and the respiratory system. So even if you get a mild case, you might have some health effects 10, 15 years from now just from getting this virus today. Gosh, that's terrible. Yeah, I heard a, a doctor talking about it on a podcast a few days ago, and she was saying that that it that they're determining that it literally like turns the lungs to glass. You know, it just if in the most severe cases. So it, there's so much we don't know about this. So the the ways we can protect ourselves and each other from even contracting it until we have a viable treatment or a virus it, is super smart right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's say I'm not very handy. I don't want to make my own masks. Where do you recommend people going and buying some? Uh, I've been doing a little research today, asking people uh, where they're where they're able to buy masks if they don't want to make one at home. And I got a little bit of a list here. Um, this is always changing. Stuff comes in and disappears really quickly. So it's good to try to go out in the mornings when shipments come in. I understand a lot of shipments for products at, at supermarkets and at um uh, department stores come in on weekdays. So um, Target, I understand, has affordable masks. You can get them in uh, singles or in, in packages for like $15, $16. Um, I've been told 7-Elevens are selling individual masks for about $5. Um, CVS, Walgreens, Home Depot, all of these stores, medical supply stores especially have uh, packets of disposable ones. You just uh, might want to call ahead if it's not a, cha a national chain where you can actually get someone to pick up at the local store um, to see if they have any in stock at that time. Um, put out a call on Facebook or next door. And um, a lot of people are willing to kind of barter and trade them because they made a, may have bought a bunch of them at Target and they're getting them out to their friends. Um, and there's a store in San Diego called Sophia and Sam. It's a local manufacturer and they are making 100% organic cotton masks that they can ship to your home within two days. Nice. And uh, so you get one of these reusable ones, maybe made it out of a t-shirt or a bandana. How often should you keep it clean? According to the California Department of Health, you should clean it every single day if you're wearing them out every day. Uh, and they said that it's very important when you, um, oh, and by the way, washing them, you can just wash them in. If it's a cloth mask, you can wash it in your washing machine and just needs hot and so soapy water. Uh, some people are even talking about taking them out in the sun because the sun is supposed to kill them. But at this point, this, the state of California is saying wash them in hot and soapy water. It also said, please be very careful when you're wearing a cloth mask, when you remove it, to remove it carefully so it doesn't come in contact with your eyes um, because you could, you know, by accident, get something that's on the outside of your mask into your eyes if someone's droplets or aerosol touched your front of your mask. And it said, once you've removed the, your mask, put it into a separate laundry pile from everything else, maybe just into a bag or something like that that's separate so it can go directly into the wash and not come in contact with other clothes, just in case you're, you're working out and you want to grab the T-shirt you wore yesterday 
working out and it has some of these external droplets that were not washed off. So please be careful in using uh, in how you launder them. Yeah, it seems like in this entire crisis, just the more caution you can have, hopefully the safer you will be and the healthier you will be. That's right. I don't think you can be too cautious. I mean, I think we've already invested, you know, all this time now, you know, for for coming on six weeks that we have been changing our lives and adapting to this. What's a face mask? Matter of fact, I think there was a quote that I was going to read from uh, Nick Infantides, the uh, county medical officer who was wearing a mask. Here it is. He was wearing a mask at the at the county press conference yesterday. And he said, and this is a quote, folks, this is not a big deal. There's no harm in wearing a mask. So why not just do it? It's not so much about protecting yourself as it is protecting others. The fact that it even has the potential, consider it as an act of love. Come on, people, let's do this together. We are San Diego. Yeah, and that sense of community can really get us through because there are signs that we are getting close to a reopening and these masks might help accelerate that a little bit. Exactly. All right, Pam Gregan, thank you so much and stay safe. Thank you, you too. Now your coronavirus update. San Diego County health officials confirmed another 118 cases of COVID-19 Wednesday, pushing the total case count to 3,432. Two additional people have died. The death toll is now 120. During the daily news briefing, health officials reminded people of Friday's rule change and also said that enforcement would be up to individual agencies. In the schools, San Diego Unified Superintendent Cindy Martin said that now 96% of students have connected to distance learning so far, which is a 7% increase from last week. The decision to reinstate former Captain Brett Crozier to lead the aircraft carrier Theodore Roosevelt is currently under review, but is delayed by the acting secretary. James McPherson says he still has unanswered questions about the COVID-19 outbreak that sidelined one of the Navy's most important assets in the Pacific. San Diego will create more outdoor recreation opportunities by turning four streets into so-called slow streets. These streets would have part of the roadway reserved for pedestrians and cyclists. The four slow streets include Diamond Street from Mission Boulevard to Olney Street in PB, Adams Avenue over the 805 in North Park and Normal Heights, and Howard Avenue from Park Boulevard to 33rd Street in Hillcrest and North Park. Thank you for listening to the San Diego News Fix. We want to remind you that information is your first line of defense. The San Diego Union Tribune is dedicated to bringing you the latest news in print, online, and on our podcasts. Right now, you can read our public health stories related to the virus online for free without hitting the paywall. But you can get all of our news at your fingertips wherever and whenever you want if you're a subscriber. Don't miss a story. Go to uniontrib.com slash subscribe. Until next time.